Welcome to C3 Church, Queen's Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Hey, well, happy Mother's Day, everybody. That's the thing about being a mum, hey? You have to be flexible. And so flexible we are with version point, I don't know, 552 of this morning um, as we've gradually knocked out pastors. <laughs> anyway, I think this is the first time we've been so, um, have so many away, but you're all here. And that's the main thing. So you're here, God's here, and I'm sure that you're going to be blessed this morning. Now, before I start, I want to share a hot tip with you girls who are dating or looking at dating, because I read this this hot tip, okay? And it says that before you start, um, before you actually say yes and marry someone, you should check out how your guy Uh, spends Mother's Day, how he spoils his mum, how he treats his mum, what he does for her on Mother's Day. And depending on what you find, you either dump him real quick or you say, this one's a keeper because that's how I'm going to get treated later on. So there you go. That's that's a good tip for you. And you know, um, I've, I've had a son who has always been um, amazing, not always good, but has been amazing <laughs> in in um, in writing cards. And I think one of my favourite things for Mother's Day, I think I've got every card that Jace has ever given me. I have a very big box, but he, my favourite things were when he used to write his own um, cards and draw his own little pictures. And even up till when he was a teenager, he would still write me beautiful messages and those things, those sort of things mean the world. So there you go. And now he's, he's following that on with his wife. So guys that aren't married yet, there's a hot tip for you. Attract a girl by being good to your mum on Mother's Day. But you know, it's always difficult to speak for Mother's Day because you know you're speaking to a really wide range of people. You've got women who are longing to be mums. You've got people who have had uh, not so good mums. You've got those mu- those who have, whose mums are no longer with us. You've got single girls who are waiting for Mr. Right and those that perhaps haven't found a Mr. Right. You've got mums doing it tough and you've got mums doing it great. And of course you got the guys who are sitting there thinking this message is going to be totally irrelevant for me. So I'm just going to have a little snooze while she talks this morning. But I believe that this message is going to bless everyone. Because you know what I feel like the Lord wants to do this morning is just bring a refreshing into all our hearts and spirits. It's just let his presence saturate and soak, refresh us all today. And, you know, I was blessed with a wonderful mum and um, I, I really honour her today. She was a gutsy lady and she'd passionately fight for us, her family, and often selflessly do without 
um, her needs. But one of the greatest lessons she drummed into me was that I could choose my attitude, which still to this day, my sisters and I remind ourselves when things are going a little bit pear-shaped. And I can hear my mother's voice saying, remember, Chad, you may not change the situation, but you can choose your attitude to it. And I think um, that is a great lesson to learn. Unfortunately, mum graduated to heaven at the young age of 58. But really, that, and the, uh, that, that lesson and the, but the, was amazing. But the greatest gift that she gave me was to guide me to my faith in my heavenly father and to follow him no matter what the cost. Because it is that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that has ultimately shaped my life. And I think she always encouraged me and released me to follow the call of God on my life, even though at one point it was at great cost to herself, as not only was she battling cancer, but following God's call for our family meant us moving from New Zealand to Australia and taking her beloved only grandchild, JC, who was 10 years old, far away from her. But I'm so very grateful for that foundation that she put in, her in my life. And I just want to honour her today for her inspiration and her influence in my life. And she is someone that I still hold in high esteem, even though she's been gone for a very long time now. And I know the importance of mothers, but I also know that there's some of you who have not had that sort of mother in your life. But you know, Jesus, he was one that held mothers in high esteem. And he made provision for his mother, Mary on the cross, despite his immense agony, despite his suffering, he still considered that his earthly mum was a priority. Because John records in, in, in chapter 19 that Jesus said to his mother, he said, woman, behold your son, speaking of John. And then he said to John, here is your mother. And the Bible says that from that day, he, uh, John took, Jesus, took sorry, Mary into his home. So Jesus' compassion and his care for his earthly mother is so beautiful. And I just feel like his heart today is reaching out to love on and to encourage each mother here that he sees you, that he knows you, that he knows how to take care of you and make provision for you in every aspect of your life. But I think everyone would agree that we've been through a, a rough couple of years and we're not through it yet. There's still some rocky roads up ahead, I believe. But even though today is all about spoiling mums, I believe that Jesus comes today to say, come to me because I have refreshing, I have provision, I am everything that you would need. See, that's the thing that probably one of the greatest lessons I've learned over 67 years of being on this earth is that we have a heavenly father who's so good at meeting where we, us where we're at and supplying what we need 
when we need it, and sometimes even before we ask. And I want to tell you about this one person who in an obscure little verse that's in the middle of a chapter giving the whole lineage and family line of the descendants of Esau is this little verse. And I'll bet most of you won't have even read this verse before because I know it wasn't, I read it many years ago and it stood out to me, but it's not actually a verse that you would go to a lot. Genesis 36 verse 24 is talking about one of Esau's descendants. Esau was um, Jacob's son who was the, uh, sorry, Isaac's son who was the descendant also of Abraham. And this verse says, this is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the desert while he was grazing the donkeys of his father Zibion. This is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the desert while he was grazing the donkeys of his father Zibion. Anybody read that verse before? Remember reading that verse. Memorize that verse. Know that it was there. It's a very obscure. Why on earth would they put that in the Bible if it wasn't significant? What is the significance of that verse? Noting that Anna had found hot springs in the desert. If it was a a common occurrence, you wouldn't think they'd even bother to write it down. Well, I think it's significant. And this is what I got out of it. Firstly, is there anyone here who thinks that being a mother can have a lot of similarities to looking after a herd of donkeys in the middle of the desert and... It can be hot, dry, thirsty, dusty work, right? Or is everybody just picture-perfect families that everything's smooth all the time? No, I don't think so. Um, I think we all have our Brady Bunch moments um, in looking after donkeys or children. So... With looking after donkeys, yep, I think you could get some job satisfaction, but there's also, like I said, blood, sweat and tears involved and attached to it. And I imagine Anna's story, something like that. His name actually means to call out. And I imagine that he's had a long, hot day looking after donkeys who weren't going to do what they're told, trying to herd them, trying to keep them together, trying to stop them running away. He's been walking for miles. He's really tired. And he calls out to God and he goes, do you realise how hard this job is? Do you realise I am just bone tired. These aren't even my donkeys. They're my father's donkeys. I'm looking after them. It's hard work. I'm tired. I just want to have a break from doing this. And lo and behold, there in front of him, he finds some hot springs. Now, I grew up in New Zealand, so we have lots of hot springs. I know how good a hot spring is. And I've actually been in a hot spring in the middle of a volcano in Sumatra um, on the island of Somersia, which is an island in the middle of a volcano 
and it's surrounded by water, and there was hot springs in that. And I've been in those hot springs, and it was a hot day, but those hot springs were still so revitalizing. They seem to contain something that just makes you feel wonderful when you get out of them. And so I imagine Anna's like, oh, wow. So straight away, into the hot spring, soak away the cares, soak away the worries. I love a spa too. I don't know if there's anyone else out there that loves that. Same sort of thing, only you've got natural mineral water, which is so good for you. And it refreshes your soul. And I think that is exactly the kind of father we have. A God who knows how to provide refreshing hot springs in the middle of our everyday journey Something special just for us. Not literal hot springs, but a refreshing time in his presence, like this morning. Like times when a, when a song comes on the radio, you read a verse in the Bible, somebody rings you up, someone sends you a text. Uh, t- uh, something that just refreshes our souls. Several years ago, um, my beautiful daughter-in-law, who unfortunately is not here this morning, but as we all know, is so gifted with words. And at a women's event, she um, wrote this piece of praise, prose. Sorry. And when I was thinking about this, I just felt like this verse was very important for today. Today, just bring your little there with heart entwined, recline into he who has your miracle in mind. This verse came to my mind and I felt like this was something that Holy Spirit wanted to say to everyone today. No matter where you're at, no matter whether your emotional, physical, spiritual world is at today, whether you're overwhelmed, whether you're tired and weary, whether you're carrying burdens or loss, whether you're sad or on top of your game and full of joy, Jesus' invitation is always open to come and find your refreshing in him. He says, bring your little. He doesn't say, change yourself. He says, come as you are. You don't have to shape up, sharpen up, brighten up. You just have to be yourself. No pretense, no defense. Just bring your open and surrendered heart. Here am I, Lord. Here am I, bringing my little, and there with heart entwined, recline. Now, entwine, that word means to wind or to twist together. And I think of, when I think of that word, I think of like, you know, the vines or the creepers that entwine around a tree or a trellis, and they grow up um, and entwine through. It's really hard to detach them from that. Without that support, that creeper is just ground cover. But entwined around the support, it grows stronger and it grows higher. So I hear the Lord say today, and I'd just like you to close your eyes for a minute here. And I hear him saying today, come to me, give me your heart afresh, put your hope, your trust, your confidence in me, that I am the giver of good things, the supplier of refreshment in the middle of your mothering the strength and the support you need 
when yours is lacking. I want to picture, I want you to picture yourselves today leaning back, entwined, surrendered hearts and feeling God's peace, his presence, and his fresh strength being infused into you. This declaration in Psalm 18, verse 1, is for us today, mums, everybody really. Lord, I passionately love you and I'm bonded to you. I want to embrace you for now you have become my power. So lean back today, people. Lean back. Picture yourself leaning back just as you would in a hot spring, just as you would in a spa. You lean back. You relax. Breathe in. You draw fresh strength because your Father's got you. He's got you. He's got you. And finally, I want you to look for the miracles. I want you to look for the miracles for Father God already has them in his mind. I find that you can open your eyes now. I find that most miracles are not big and earth shattering. They can be because he's a supernatural God. But little everyday miracles of provision, which gladden our souls like hot springs in the desert. They're already here. We just have to look for them. He's already made provision for them. What can we find today to be thankful for? Remember the God who created the heavens and the earth is also the one who knows you intimately down to the very hairs on your head. Psalm 68 says, to bless the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. And other translations say, he daily bears our burdens. Well, I'll take both because we have a God who has fresh bread daily for us, fresh benefits, fresh, takes our burdens and carries them for us. James reminds us that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Mums today, people today, we have a heavenly father who says, look, look for the miracles. Look for the miracles. Expect to find me. Expect to see my provision. And know that you can today come and count your blessings. Count your blessings because they are around. They are about. So let's count our blessings. I love the song by um, Elevation uh, worship in Maverick City, which talks about counting our miracles one by one. And, and, it, and he's, they say, and the songwriter wrote these words, I've got some blessings that I don't deserve. I've got some scars, but that's how you learn. It's nothing short of a miracle that I'm here. I think it's over and it doesn't add up. I know it comes from above. You held me steady so I wouldn't give up. You opened doors that nobody could shut. I hope I never 
get over what you've done. I want to live with an open heart. I want to live like I know who you are. I hope I never get over what you've done. I've got miracle on miracles, a million little miracles. Count your miracles one by one. So maybe today, people, you're waiting on a miracle to change your situation or your circumstance. Maybe you've forgotten to look for those little miracles, the little instances of provision. So today, just bring your little and here with heart entwined, recline into he who has your miracle in mind. Can we pray? Father God, I thank you. I thank you for each person in this room, but I especially thank you for every person who is doing the mothering journey at this particular point in time, whether their kids are young or whether their kids have grown. Lord, we never stop being a mother, but we thank you, Lord, that your strength and your grace and your peace and your wisdom is available to each one of us as we do this journey. So mighty God, I pray right now that as people are sitting here in your presence, that Lord, they would feel if they are burdened, if they are carrying load, that they would feel your arms around them, that they would feel their hearts entwined with your heart, that they would know that you make provision, that you see them and that you know them. So Holy Spirit, come right now. Just minister into every heart exactly what they need. You know the needs before we even call out, before we even cry out. And so, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come and you would fill and that you would refresh in your presence today. I just feel that there's um, a verse for some people who are aching for their kids who don't yet know God or who have walked away from him. And I believe this is a generational blessing for mothers who if you stay loving, following and fearing God, this is a promise. Blessed is the woman or the mother who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. Her children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. And so, Father, today, as mothers, we consecrate ourselves again to you and we say, come, come, Holy Spirit, empower and equip. Lord, heal the aching hearts, bring hope, bring peace. Lord, let there be a sense of knowing that you say, call unto me and I will answer you. And so, Lord, I thank you for that generational blessing that we are as women who know, who follow and fear your, you in a healthy way, reverence, stand in awe, follow your commands 
that, Lord, our children will grow to be mighty in the land, that our children will be a generation who will follow, who will serve, who will love you with all their hearts. And for those that have wandered away, we call them back this morning. Lord, for mothers' hearts that are aching, for children who are far from you and have walked away from the calling and purposes of God on their lives. Lord, today we say, come home, come back. We call them back into your family. We call them back, Lord, into your house. And Lord, we believe you that there will be a reversal of any damage that the enemy has done and a restoration of hearts and lives today. So God, we pray that where there is angst in hearts that you would come and bring healing, that where there is unforgiveness, that there would be a choosing to let go of all the angst, of all the unforgiveness and a turning to you again. And Father, I pray again, for those that are under a heavy load this morning, Lord, let them feel like they've had a hot spring in the desert, that your presence would refresh and restore into their hearts and lives. God, we just commit all this to you. We hold on to your promises. And Lord, we are ones that will lean into you run into your arms, spend time in your presence, draw from your word, call to you when we need help. Remember to look for the hidden provision. Thank you, Jesus, for your great love for us. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you this morning. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.